Yes, but you can be decent and in order and still communicate through your face, through your countenance, through your gestures, through your bodies, that we love Jesus Christ, that we love what he has done for us, that we are amazed that we get to be called his own. Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hello, and welcome to the Soundless Doctrine podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. It is great to be together today, continuing to talk about physical expressiveness. Number three. This is the final episode of... Season five, we're done. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) That'd be great. Of our podcast on physical expressiveness. Yes. So uh, we've spent two episodes already talking about that. You can go back and listen to those. Um, But this... Can I say to tell them what they were? Yeah. First one, uh, 10 problems with your church's physical expressiveness. Mm -hmm. Two, what the Bible says about physical expressiveness. And And you addressed each of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the first one is really... Uh, just concerns that uh, questions that people have mm-hmm. about physical expressiveness on a Sunday gathering. Mm-hmm. That that's what we're really focusing in on. Yeah, yeah, and then trying to deal with those questions and concerns last time. Mm-hmm. But then the question always remains: So how do you? You know, great, 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 great. But how do you move from one place to the other? Yes. So right. Uh, and I've seen some this done badly. You know, people say. Well, I think I, myself, I remember um, at one point, this was in the 70s, 80s, I guess, um, getting the revelation, you know, that that uh, you could dance to the Lord. And uh, I thought, that's what you do. Yeah. You know, if you're going to be engaged with, with, as you're singing to the Lord, you need to move your feet and your body. And so didn't matter what context I was in, yeah. small group, you know, big group, didn't matter. Uh, Non-Christians, Christians, didn't matter. It is your dance floor. It's my dance floor. And so I'm just going to be dancing. <laughs> don't, on... don't dance. Listen to the podcast for yeah. sure. Don't watch it. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, it's not just that. You know, sudden break. That that's yes. focusing on the wrong thing. That's just focusing on what's happening physically. Exactly. What's happening physically is preceded by something that's happening in the heart. Yes. So so you know, we never say to people, sing it like you mean it. Or, yes. or you know, jump higher for Jesus. Right. Uh I go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, yeah, if you feel convictional about this, like, yeah, okay, yes, all right, this makes sense to me. You don't want to turn into the song leader that's come on, lift them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cheerleader. The cheerleader. Yeah. You can do it, you can do it. Lift them high, <laughs> lift them high to the sky, to the sky. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh, My goodness. And I, I had a friend who uh, one time did that in a church meeting, and just <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, it's right? Because it's forced. It's forced. That's right. That's what it is. And God is not looking for forced worship. Yes. I, I, sometimes non Christians have this perception that God says, you know, worship me, like He mm. just commands it. He does command it because God is. Is everything good? Mm. God is everything beautiful. God's everything true. So, mm-hmm. and He's He's God. Yeah, He's we're not. He's yeah. God. So to say worship me puts us in line with reality. Mm. 
And it's the smartest, most beneficial thing right now and eternally that we can do yep. is to worship him. Yep. We can't worship him. So Jesus came to worship God for us. And now we receive the benefits of, of what he did mm-hmm. here on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Nevertheless, it's, yeah. you want to say something? No, no. I was okay. just going to say, how do we lead? All right. Yeah. Uh, that is a great question. So got four points. Hmm. Make it easy. First thing, if you're going if you're leading a church and you're saying, I've talked to a lot of a lot of people who have asked me this question. My church, they love the Lord. Uh, they sing loudly. They sing uh, well. Not every church. Oh really? Mm, yeah. So I'll do a worship matters intensive where you know 15 guys will come and we'll spend five days together and. We'll always at one point ask, what you, rank your church, you know, mm-hmm. physical expressiveness and, you know, engagement. And uh, yeah, some will say they, they sing really loud, but not physically expressive. Others, neither. Mm. Don't sing very loud, not physically expressive. <laughs> so, so what do you do? What yeah. do you do? Yeah. First thing I'd say is model what you believe. Mm-hmm. And actually, you're already doing that, probably. Uh, but... The church is going to learn best from your example. I was in a church not too long ago where I think the band wanted to be an example, but they weren't really. Uh, none of the musicians were really singing the um, one of the yeah one of the instruments was saying harmony would only sing harmony. They wouldn't sing otherwise, mm. um, and they really didn't look that engaged. <laughs> But they're singing great songs, amazing yeah. songs. Yeah. Uh, but the example wasn't there. Yeah. And so the example we're looking for is not just enthusiastic or celebratory. You know, you'll see a lot of examples on YouTube where everybody's just like all celebration in your face, and yeah, so happy, and you think, wow, do I have to be like this every time I sing? Yeah. No, you don't. Yep. But you do need to be engaged, yeah. And you do need to be natural, and you need to be need to, do need to be consistent. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, your face reveals so much mm. of what you're, mm. what you are internally processing and yes. externally reacting. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's not just your hands, you know. I mean, we mentioned that in the previous podcast, but it's not just clapping hands, lifting hands. It's there, there's a there's a there's an engagement in your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we haven't. Uh, I'm thinking we haven't talked about clapping hands specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there there is clapping that is done after a song that is totally appropriate. Mm-hmm. When you when you finished, uh, yeah, when you finished, behold our God's another come that is adore Him. Okay. What, what yeah, that's, the, that's the end. Yeah, okay. I guess we just adore him when we sing, but no, not else. No, that's a totally appropriate time to say, yes, Lord. We thank you. You are great. You are glorious. Yeah. Thank you that you're God. We're not. It's shouting. It's clapping. It's That's totally appropriate. It's not disorderly. Why? Because it's rooted in the reality of the fact that we just sang about that God is seated on his throne, that God eternal is humbled to the grave, that he yeah. bore our wounds in his flesh so that we could be forgiven. That That's all the things we're thinking about. So yes. why wouldn't you respond with 
shouting and shouts of acclamation and you know those kinds of things well and that's it's confusing uh when you know when we clap for the soloist but we don't clap that is confusing yeah so i didn't yeah we didn't finish talking about clapping um there are times when clapping is inappropriate yeah uh when it's done after every single song yeah you know and i've been in situations (laughs) the ballads into roaring applause (laughs) we talked about that on our new album even uh, with unchanging god songs from the book of psalms there are songs that just ended and it's very quiet yeah we didn't need to there wasn't no responded yeah yeah there wasn't it didn't need to be okay no 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 now bring it in yeah yeah like you're some stock audience it's like no we whatever it is that we're responding to yes we're going to be engaging yes and that might change it's why I, I, I'm not a fan of you know getting your stock clapping audio when you do a live album. And we just put that in at the end, yeah, because it's different. But that that is, that is a technique. It's been done. I think some producers have used it on some of our albums. Uh, but I don't prefer it because yeah. there's a different kind of response to different kinds of songs. Yeah. But I was going to say you know, often have that one or two people who you know. <laughs> When we see your face. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Really? No, not now, not now. So. No, that's, again, intentionality. Are, are, we, tra- are we on the same page? Are we tracking yeah. with yes. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit about clapping. But model what you believe. Don't, don't yeah, root your good. practices in your tradition. Don't root them in your preferences. Don't root them in your personality. Mm. Root them in God's word. Yeah. So you'll have an answer for someone who you know, comes up and challenges you. Why, do you do, why are you starting to you know, be more enthusiastic or expressive? I think the best word is engaged. Mm. It, it's just, are you understanding what's happening? Right. Are you understanding who we're talking to, who we're singing about, what we're trying to do? And one of the things we're trying to model for people is these words mean something. Yep. Everything we do means something. Yep. And there is an appropriate way to respond to these things that we want to model for you. Mm-hmm. So if if you're uncomfortable with that, it's going to look really fishy to you <laughs> for you to start... <laughs> Talking about how we need to be more physically expressive, yes. but you're not. Yeah. And again, just, well, so that's the first thing. Just model what you want to lead people into, mm-hmm. not just outwardly, but inwardly. Yep. Second, teach your people what the Bible has to say about physical expression. Mm-hmm. It could be a sermon series, could be a sermon, could be a series. When we planted Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville back in 2012, I think it was sometime 2013, we realized, you know what, I'm not sure people are as responsive as they might be. Mm. Not that they're not engaged, but maybe they could be, just show it more outwardly. It'd be hard to walk into the meeting and think, yeah, everybody's really engaged here. Mm-hmm. Not sure. So CJ Mahaney did a two-part series on Psalm 100. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sing, uh, I just can never remember. It's just the simplest song. Uh, it begins, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Yeah. Serve the Lord with gladness. gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, not we ourselves. Two weeks on that. And his point was that 
our praise of God is rooted in truths about God. It's mm-hmm. not just kind of pulled out of the air, but it is exuberant mm-hmm. and it is engaged. Mm-hmm. So we started there, and then over the following weeks, I would just make reference to things about you know what we're doing. So use scriptures like we mentioned in some of the previous podcasts, Psalm 108, 1 and 2. My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. That's what we are called to be this morning. We are are not waiting for the music to do something. Jesus is already glorious. Mm -hmm. We can begin right now to lift our hearts and our voices to him. Or Psalm 40, verse 9, we quoted that too. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. So he's saying to the Lord, I'm giving it my all here. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm not singing half-heartedly. Yes. And that's, you know, that's not only something we can model, it's something that we need to teach people about. This, this is meant to be something in which we are fully engaged. Yes. And if I could just say, like, uh, you know, uh, I love that, that CJ is intentional about topics like this. Um, it's real helpful. It's so helpful. Um, and, and just... You know, if you're a pastor that listens to this podcast, um, I would just encourage you, you know, all the more to be modeling this. Mm. It's not just the worship leader's job. You're modeling it back to the worship leader and how you're responding. Yes. Uh, Are you reading your sermon notes? Are you preparing? Mm. Or are you engaged? Mm. Oh, that's so good. So, yeah, just to encourage... All of us as we're seeking the Lord yeah, and how we are modeling this for our people. And that's a great point, too. It's not just the music, musicians up on the platform. Yep. It's, it's any leader in the church who is visible to the rest of the church. Yep. And I think that's a good thing, mm-hmm. not to be a distraction. I like to sit in the front, again, not so people notice me, but because I want to model this. Yep. I, I want to show there, there's not a lot of difference between what I would do on a stage platform stage versus what I do in the congregation, except I have to play the piano when I'm on the platform. But in terms of my wanting to engage and be responsive and and respond appropriately, that's all the same. Yeah. Because nothing's changed from when I'm on the platform to when I'm in the congregation. Same same thing. Yes. And I love this, um, 1 Peter 1.8, though you have not seen him, you love him, though you do not now see him, Mm. you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Love that passage. And I'll say to people, what does joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory look like on you? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, just... Yeah. Psalm 34, 5, those who look to him are radiant, their faces will never be ashamed, mm. never be covered with shame. Mm. So if we're not looking to the Lord, our faces may look like something else. Mm. So, so teach your people what the Bible has to say about physical expression. You know, um, and then third, address concerns mm-hmm. and talk about the culture you're seeking to build. Mm-hmm. So you know, we've listed 10 of them. Uh, there are concerns that people have. Some of them are legitimate. You don't want your services to be disorderly. Mm-hmm. You don't want people to be distracting. Uh, you don't want people to be hypocritical uh, and, and address those. And certainly, you don't want us, you don't want people more focused on themselves than they are on God. Yep. 
you know, really, we should be thinking about the people around us, but mostly, so not to be a distraction, but mostly thinking about what God has done in, mm-hmm. for us in Jesus Christ and his glory in Christ and how, how we should respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not all celebration. You know, there, there are times when we're singing a song like Shining to Our Night or Lord Have Mercy. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Matt Boswell and Matt Papa wrote one, Lord Have Mercy for What We Have Done. Yes. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da, uh, which is beautiful. You know, you're not dancing in the aisles right. uh, in, during that song. Um, but you might raise your hands, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy on us, just to say, Lord. For different reasons. For different reasons, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But you're engaged. Yeah. And that's what, that's what you're, you're wanting people to be. So yep. address concerns that people have. Let them know, you, you know, one, that you're aware of that concern, and then teach the people who might be offensive mm-hmm. in those ways. Mm-hmm. But for everybody, we want to say... Look, this is the kind of culture we're trying to build, mm-hmm. one where we fear God more than what people around us think. Yep. We're thinking more about that. We're thinking more about his worthiness. We're more thinking more about the riches of grace that we've received in Jesus Christ. We're thinking more about the, the words of the songs we're singing than we are, well, I wonder what someone might think about me <laughs> if I do this or if I sing loud or right. you know, whatever. right. I remember uh, watching, I think it was Carrie Underwood, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure it was, singing a song, this was, this was not on uh, American Idol, but she was just singing a song, it might have been on American Idol, she came back to sing a song, and it was a song to her dad, I think, mm-hmm. I wish I had these details, but in the middle of it, she just got very emotional, mm. and uh, the comments afterwards were not, oh wow, what a what a drag that she ruined mm. a good performance. You know, I can think of another example, maybe even better. My daughter Mackenzie was doing her senior recital and did a blog post on this called uh, "Music is Great, Jesus is Greater." Yeah, um, and this is where that phrase originated. She was singing a worship song, and God had done a wonderful work in her life that year, mm. and uh, it was about how God was had delivered us and. And she broke down in the middle of it. She couldn't get through it. And no one said, oh, great, you ruined a good performance. <laughs> you know, they, they were struck by how affected they were. Yeah. So that's the opportunity we have mm-hmm. every time we gather. Right. This would apply to preaching. This, you know, preachers who never show emotion, never show affections. Yeah. I think... They're missing an opportunity to glorify God. Yeah. Vocalists, instrumentalists, those of us in the congregation, we're missing an opportunity Mm. if we don't give people an impression that Jesus has done a great thing. Yeah. And he is God and He's the Son of God, and He has changed our lives. And mm-hmm. we have this opportunity with our bodies and our voices to, to display that. One more illustration. Uh, you know, I've used this before. When, when Julie comes into a room, I, I don't ignore her. Yeah. I, I don't keep doing what I'm doing. 
um, and just kind of pretend she's not there. In my heart, I'm loving her, but I don't want anybody to know. <laughs> you know, I, I will go over to her. First, you'll see it on my face. Yeah. You will see it on my face because mm. thinking about her, knowing she's right there with me is just, it's going to make me happier. Mm-hmm. And I'll go over to her and I will kiss her. And I won't do that to say, well, look at me. Look at how I love my wife. I'll be doing it because I love my wife. Yeah. And I'm I'm not afraid of you knowing that. Yeah. I'm not afraid of showing you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much more? Yeah. How much more when we gather as those whom Jesus has set free, has rescued through his life and death on the cross and his resurrection, how much more would we not want the people around us, guests, the other church members, to know what that means? Mm -hmm. So that's the culture we want to build, where that's natural yeah where where people are free to respond in those ways Mm -hmm. we want to encourage that we want to say yes this is a place where you can respond naturally Mm -hmm. you don't have to overdo it fake it and you don't have to be in a straitjacket you can respond naturally okay number four in leading aim at the heart not the body right right sing Pray and preach the glories of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. Aim at the heart, not the body. We yeah. don't help people grow in God-glorifying expressiveness simply by explaining it or telling them to lift their hands. Yes. They have to see God's glory in Christ yep, yep. as their ultimate goal. And that's what we're focusing on. That's what we're thinking about. That's what we're rehearsing. That's what we're reveling in. Is the church, the only place where our bodies can't express what our minds are comprehending and our hearts are feeling. Because mm. sometimes it seems that's what it is. <laughs> you know, it's the difference between you finish a meeting and it breaks into fellowship. Mm. All of a sudden, people moving about the room. It's just so, well, you know, that's because the meeting is decent and in order. Yes, yes, but you can be decent and in order and still communicate through your face, through your countenance, through your gestures, through your bodies, that we love Jesus Christ, that we love what he has done for us, that yeah. we are amazed that we get to be called his own. Mm-hmm. So it's, that it shouldn't be so distinct that, that people can't see that. So right. our goal is to help people hear, see, and understand the right things. Mm-hmm. Because our bodies, God gave us our bodies to glorify him, to draw mm-hmm. attention to the reality, greatness, and goodness of the God we worship. Mm. It might feel uncomfortable at times, especially when you start, especially when you realize this is a problem. I should be doing something. <laughs> or, you know, it's a problem for my church. I should be doing yeah. something. Yeah. We should be doing something. Uh, we we may feel, you know, like learning how to swim or learn how to walk. It's just like feels, you know, so awkward. But over time, as we aim at the heart and not the body, Mm -hmm. we might find ourselves on our knees broken over sin. We might uh, find ourselves lifting a hand. I I love to watch this. There have been memes done on this, you know, different things. Right, holding a baby, field goal, (laughs) and all those, yeah. Yes. I just found that in my 
own times with the Lord, I just started doing this. I just started, Lord, this is for you. It, you know, it can be surrender. Mm-hmm. It can be thanksgiving. It can be uh, a cry for, uh, of need. They can be all those things. Celebration. Those are things that the world uses lifting of hands to do. But again, more than that, it's the engagement to fully express the, the amazement we have at God's mercy that Christ has drawn us to himself through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think our hope would be that this would move us to make every effort to engage with God, not simply with our minds, not yeah. simply with our emotions, although those are crucial, but with our bodies as well. Our whole being. Our whole being. Yes. And at times, you know, it'll look different. Different times, different churches, mm-hmm. different cultures. In your life, it'll look different. But there's no question that as the people that God has redeemed through Jesus Christ for his glory, that we should know God is worthy of our deepest and strongest and purest affections, and that our bodies should show it. Mm-hmm. And that's our prayer. And if, if yeah. you have questions uh, about what we've talked about or comments, we'd, we'd love to hear from you, soundplusdoctrine at sovereigngrace.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pray this has been encouragement and uh, certainly has been fun talking about it. Yeah, thank you, Bob. And thank you for listening, and thank you for following and subscribing and staying on top of what we have going. Uh, it's just a joy to serve people mm-hmm. through Sovereign Grace Music. Mm-hmm. So thank you for what you're doing, Bob. And and you too, Dave. <laughs> you do a lot too. I just want to point that out. It's Thanks. great. Great being together. Yep. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.